Welcome to the Legacy Music Hour. My name is Brent Weinbach. I am Rob F. Switch. Um, you have any top of the show business? Uh, we got a text. And uh, I don't know who the name was, who the person is. Mm-hmm. There was no name on a text. Yeah, which one was it? From Boston. No, that's Slick Vic. That's Slick Vic? Mm-hmm. Slick Vic is from Boston? Yeah. Was he agreeing with me on the... Um, Chippendales? Chippendales? Yes. Well, hey, that just goes to show you that uh, you're on a different level, my friend. I'm, I'm, I'm pro- progressive. Hey, would you want to call it that? Because uh, for, the user, for, for the listeners that are out there that don't know what we're referencing, what episode was that, Brent? I think it was episode nine. Episode nine, we were talking about Chippendales, and Brent said he would have no problem walking into a Chippendales restaurant, uh, <laughs> a Chippendales club, and um, just being there by himself and watching. I didn't say that. I didn't say go by myself. I'd go with a friend. I thought you said by yourself. Uh, oh, I don't know. Maybe I. I don't think I said that, but I. Oh, with I mean, me. I suppose I would go by myself, but I mean, I would like to go with a friend. Okay, you know, as a as a gag. Well, I and I said I just I, I wouldn't feel comfortable doing that. I think it'd be funny, is what I was saying, as a gag. Right, right. You know. Okay. It'd be funny to go see a Chippendale show. Okay. With a friend. Okay. Good for you. <laughs> and I'm not alone in that thought. <laughs> I never said you were, but yeah. on this podcast, you're flying solo, my friend. I bought a new uh, bought a new game recently. What was that? Dynamite Heady. Okay. We've Sega, heard from that. Right. For the Sega Genesis. Yes. Uh, I just got it yesterday, so I started playing it. Uh, played the first uh, few levels, four levels or so. Okay. And, um, yeah, it's kind of it's very quirky, very, you know, a lot of weird stuff, and the music is good, and, um, yeah, still still digesting it, I guess. Okay. You're having fun uh, with the whole experience? Yeah, kind of, yes. So far, I'm still digesting. Still yeah. digesting it. Okay. Um, I want to ask a question to the listeners. Okay. Is Cool Spot a good game? Hmm. And if so, is it better on the Super Nintendo or the Genesis? I've been watching clips of Cool Spot lately, and I've been thinking this might be a cool game to play. Uh, pun intended. Yeah, or reuse of word intended. Uh-huh. So, and, and and if it is a fun game, or if it is a good game, what, you know, is it better on Super Nintendo or Genesis? I think it came out for Genesis first, but I'm not entirely sure. So, And I always kind of like to play the original version of it. Well... Yeah, I mean, if it's if, if it's a cross-platform game, but um, yeah, I don't I don't know. So that's my question to the listeners. So respond if you like to on the, in the comments section of this episode, or um, you can email us at legacymusichour@gmail.com, or you can call us two eight one Sonic ninety one. I will tell you what game is not fun. Uh, Hot lemon. 
What's it's based that? on the uh, the Sprite Lemon. It's a game based on the Sprite Lemon. The what? The game based on the Sprite oh, Lemon. Oh, I get it, I get mm-hmm. it, I get it, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> Not very fun on either system. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. <laughs> but it was good on the Jaguar, though. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When are we going to do our Jaguar focus? Hmm. I don't know. Um... You know, somebody somebody commented, Harper Creative on Facebook commented or complimented us on being positive and that there's a lot of gaming podcasts that um, I guess talk talk a lot of trash and are, are, are negative or something like that. Sure. Well, you know, a lot of podcast hosts have their, their tastes vary so much. There's a lot of uh, arguments. There's disagreement. On right. It's like, you know, some people really love Secret of Mana. Some people hate it. You know? Sure. Right. Um, no, but actually, that is a, actually a, a rare case where you have heard something negative on the show is you right. thinking that Secret of Man is boring. But Although you, we have talked crap about games, but not about the music. I right, guess. which is the big difference. Right. Well, the, the truth is, is, you know, uh, we just really want to promote video game music. And e- even if we might not like certain tracks, we're not going to say so because, one... You know, the composers sometimes listen to this to the podcast. Yeah. Uh, so certain composers find the podcast and they hear about it. And, you know, we, we don't want to say anything mean about their work. Of course in, not. In public, you know. Well. <laughs> and then, and then on top. No, but I mean. Yeah, and, but and off a, the air. Oh. A, off the, oh, you should hear us off the air. Just <laughs> this song sucks. This song sucks. No, no, I'm just kidding. But you know, uh, you, you know, we just we, we actually we specifically made an agreement after the first episode to be positive about all the music because you know it's a pretty marginalized genre of music in the first place and so you know we shouldn't I mean, look there's tons of bad video game music out there but right. um, you know we just feel that it should be something we should be positive about and, and support you know well the way I like to think about it is is, is this way Brent you are bringing all of these all of these tracks to the table on a weekly basis I'm not going to rain on your parade. Right. You right. know, why take the time and energy to argue with you about whether or not a certain track is good, which is, you know, it's subjective purely anyway. Subjective. Yeah. And yeah. why not just open my mind to it? Yeah. And enjoy it. Yeah. So we just, we believe in positivity, you know? Absolutely. We're positive here. We're positive. We're positive people. It's particularly, we're positive about video game music. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. We don't want to say anything negative. So, keep it positive, guys. <laughs> Stay in school. Stay in school. Yeah. So, um, let's move on to today's topic, unless you have anything you'd like to mention. Else? Uh, that, that'll, that'll be it. Okay, fine. Today's topic is toys. Toys. Toys, toys, toys. It's, um... Okay, so it's they're games that are either based on a toy line or games that have a toy-themed level or a, a game that just is about toys, but it's not about a toy line, but it's just a game that has toys in it. Toy, toys is a prominent theme right. in the game. That's what we're drawing from or if it's based on a specific toy line. That's it. Simple as that. Simple, simple, easy peasy. 
actually thought this was a harder topic. It was incredibly difficult for me. I thought it'd be me. easy. I thought it'd be easier. No way. I knew it was going to be easy. You, you knew it was going to be easy? Oh, I said I knew it was not it going was not to gonna be easy. easy. It was uh, I, <laughs> because I just thought, well, there's got to be tons of video games based on toys from the 80s. I mean, toys were big in the 80s, right? So there, I thought naturally there'd be tons of video games in the 80s that were based on toys. But there weren't, there aren't two, I mean, there are, there are definitely, I mean, there's quite a few, but I mean, the other problem is that there's, they're not, the soundtracks, um, I mean, it was, it was harder to find tracks that was really loved, put it that way. Right. But I, I, you know, scrounged together some pretty good tracks though. Can I mention uh, my honorable mention list? Oh, sure. These are tracks that I really liked from games, from popular games, or the I mean, popular uh, toys. Yeah. Games based on toys. Uh, there but was you a, didn't play. Right. Mm-hmm. Or you're not uh, going to play. Pogo Ball Madness. Is that real? You, you remember Pogo Ball Madness? Oh, okay. Yeah, right. Pogo Ball <laughs> Madness. Yeah, right, right, right. Uh, He-Man and Friends. There are He-Man video games, though. Actually, I know you were you were joking, but there are He-Man games. There was a He-Man arcade game. I'm talking about NES and Genesis games. Yeah, I can't remember. I think there is, but I couldn't find it. Or there was like He-Man and Friends. That's <laughs> where He-Man and Friends go on an adventure. Uh-huh. Um, uh, Rainbow Bright and the Mystical Castle. See, here's the thing. You're you're making jokes right now. You're joking, right? Right. Right. But the truth is, is these should have been games that I mean I, I was well, expecting there to be a Rainbow Bright game, you know, but there I couldn't. There wasn't right. one, and there really wasn't any He-Man games either. And finally, uh, Teddy Ruxpin Treasure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, again, I, I would have imagined there would have been a Teddy Ruxpin game, but there wasn't, though. You know. Well, Brett, I want to thank you for completely deflating my joke and raining on my little no, joke. Well, no, there. no. The truth is, is the He-Man thing is there really is. There were He-Man video games, though. I mean, I, I, I knew you were joking with Pogo Ball. Okay. There, I even thought there was um, the, a, a water gun game, Gotcha. Remember Gotcha? You, you I know Gotcha, but they, they had... Gotcha had... Um, but it turns out that it's actually based on. Uh, there's a movie, Gotcha, and the, I mean, I, the movie came first, and it was based on the movie. The toy was, I guess. All right. Anyway, no, look, it was it was a great it was a great joke idea. You know, it was great. It just uh, you did a great job. Okay, keep it a positive. I mean, you're great. You're just great. <laughs> you're great all around. Okay. I'll take it. I just the truth is, is when you mentioned those those games just now yeah. or whatever. People would think that you were being serious. Oh, really? Yeah. I think people, the real gamers would know, okay, Pogo Ball Madness. Well, well no, no. I, okay, po- ex- with the exception of Pogo Ball Madness, Rainbow Rainbow, Rainbow, Rainbow Bright Adventure, I mean, that's that's definitely a legitimate sounding, that could be, easily could have been a video game in the 80s, for okay. sure. Okay. Um, what was the other one you mentioned? Um, Teddy Ruxman Treasure. Yeah, Teddy Ruxman Treasure. Definitely there could have I mean, I bet you most people would have thought you... If they didn't know you were joking, then they they would have believed you. I bet you. Yeah? I bet you. Okay. Yes. I bet you. And uh, Rubik's Cube of Doom. That See, was my now, now you're talking. You know? <laughs> if you said Rubik's Cube of Doom, then you're now you're now you're on the right track. The other ones sound like real games. Okay. And actually, He-Man okay. really was... There was a He-Man arcade game. Right, right. But no, Rubik's Cube... If you start saying Rubik's... 
you know, Rubik's Cube of Doom. That would have been more. And, you know, Pogo Ball Madness. That's, yeah. And Simon Says Sega. You remember that one? Huh. Simon Says Sega. You know, Simon Says. See, I, I could even see that being a video game, actually. How would you Not even... Simon Says, but, I mean, Simon, the game, the... The things, right. the contraption, Simon. How said. would you even get that? I mean, aren't there five or six different colors on that thing? There's four. four. Oh, you can just do the directional arrows. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Or, you know, something. I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Anyway, look, if you went, with, if you said Rubik's Cube of Doom off the bat, you would have, you know, you would have been, you know, rolling in the dough right now. move on let's get into it yeah yeah let's do it episode 93 all right i'm gonna start off with a track from monster in my pocket wow so forward brent (laughs) (laughs) hey brent Uh uh-huh there's a monster in my pocket yeah no no (laughs) (laughs) um brent yeah what's that in your pocket that's a monster. <laughs> yeah. You think you think you, th- you think this is a monster? You should see my my brother's monster. <laughs> There's a reason his name is Max. Ah, it's true though. Actually, oh, I have a brother oh. named Max, and he has a very big monster. <laughs> Not referring to anything except for monsters. Right, the monster in his pocket. The monster, like you know. Yeah, well, that's a monster. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> um. So, monster in my pocket. This is a Konami game. This is music composed by Hiroshi Takayasu and Kozo Nakamura, who I just realized Kozo Nakamura did music for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, the arcade game for Nintendo, and he also did music for Part 3, the Manhattan Project, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And I always thought that I was, I always just kind of took it for granted that he did the music for Part 1, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Part 1 for Nintendo. I'm recently discovering that there is no actual confirmation that he, or no proof that he did that that soundtrack. So okay. Anyway, I just thought I'd point that out. The track we're going to hear from Monster in My Pocket is Stage Four. Uh, this is music from Monster in My Pocket for the Nintendo Entertainment System. Stage four from Monster in My Pocket, composers Kozo Nakamura and Hiroshi Takeyasu. This part of the track is kind of a chill zone part. Does does it do that uh, intro? Oh, it doesn't repeat it. Again no. in the song. You want to hit that again? Yeah, let's hit that one more time. 
Massachusetts and stuff. This is a cool track. I had this track this track picked out as well, you know. Uh-huh. It was on my list. Well, you know, I mean, look, if you're looking at toy games, you know, toy bakes games, this is definitely going to be on a list. <laughs> I love this part right here. Good use of the seven-seven time, right? <laughs> Am I right? Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's in reference. Uh, who wrote us? Who, who, who said that about us? Uh, Big Mike, I think. Big Mike. Oh yeah, Big Mike said uh, he really appreciates uh, Brett. Not 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 speaking about me at all, but he said no offense to me, so that's why I'm joking about it. He said he loves how Brent breaks down uh, each track musically. Because you are a musician. Well, I mean, you know. Anyway, so I have to throw in some things every now and then as well, you know? Yeah. Well, look, I mean, I tell you this. I love that one description you gave of the, uh, I think you came up with the staircase, right? I was that the sa- staircase? Oh, yeah. was yeah, an yeah. amazing, an amazing description. <laughs> <laughs> it was, though, actually. And um, there was another one, too, the, the banana one. Do you remember the banana no, one? No, I don't remember the Oh, one. you don't remember the banana description? That was a really good one, too. You just talking about the bright yellow banana it was it was good though it was it was more the delivery i think is, is seven seven times is that even a real thing that i just mentioned well i mean it could sure it is in a sense i mean it would just be it would be just yeah it, it could be yeah it would just be seven it would be seven quarter notes i guess no it'd be seven no it'd be seven seventh notes i guess seven yeah. seventh notes yeah oh yeah sure seven seventh notes <laughs> okay i mean i guess it's not a real thing in the sense that you couldn't break I guess I guess mathematically you could break a measure into seven parts equal seven equal parts is okay. that possible I guess I mean I don't think it's really exactly possible it probably would need to be an even number I think right right yeah well hey, it was on Big Mike's message that's all I, that's all I remember saying it has I guess it has to be an even number to be maybe seven is not possible but maybe it is I guess if you I don't know how that would work I'm trying to think of cases where it's not an even no no maybe it's not possible seven eight is definitely possible seven eight well i think <laughs> no, no you know what seven seven is possible i think i don't know it's whatever seven seven I don't eight know. look you know what anything's possible yeah, rob that's what i like to say anything's possible sure keep it positive <laughs> brent yes Barbie time. Uh-huh. Barbie. Uh-huh. Barbie. Yeah. Do you remember that? No. You don't remember Barbie? What, you mean the doll? Yes. Yeah, no, but I thought you meant, I thought, Barbie. I thought the, the way you said it oh. like that, I thought maybe you meant it a certain way. No, 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 no. It's, uh, it's, it's Barbie for the Ness. Yeah. Okay. This is a, a high-tech game. Mm-hmm. This is my next track. Oh, this was your next track? Yeah. Hey, it's my next track now. You know that I've been wanting to play this track for many, many episodes. Really? Yeah, and I've been saving it for this toy toy episode. Well, I wanted to play Monsters in My Pocket, <laughs> but now I'm going Barbie. Both Monster in My Pocket and Barbie were the reasons why I said, hey, let's do a toy episode. Okay. And I've been having both of these tracks. I've had them saved up for a long time. 
It was a composer for the Barbie soundtrack. So you don't even know, probably. No, I don't. Right, it's Mark Van Heck, who uh, also did the music to Boy and His Blob, which uses the same um, design engine as, as, this, as this game. Well, okay. this game uses that engine. Okay. Um, and uh, also, you probably don't even know the name of this track. Yes, I do. <laughs> what is it? Pogo Ball? No, it's... Pogo uh, Ball stage? Malibu Madness. <laughs> this is Malibu Madness. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, look. So you, you got you got this track. You're getting this track in before I was able to play it. Yeah, I was gonna try to snatch it. I was hoping you were gonna play something else first, and right. then because okay. I was gonna snatch it, snatch it next. Because I've had these. I mean, I've been building these ones up, but right. um, but you know what that means? What's that? I think I might have to. We'll talk about Margo's magic foot. Mar- Marco's magic football later. Okay. Because it's it doesn't quite fit, but I'm gonna make it fit. <laughs> Oh wow! I'm gonna squeeze my squeeze my monster and make it, make it fit. <laughs> oh, by the way, speaking of not doesn't quite fit. Yeah, something didn't quite fit at the end of last week's episode. I forgot about that. Don't you? Are you think? talking about roller games? Yeah, roller games. Nah, it fit. Listen to me. Listen to me. Can you put some of that sweet monster magic <laughs> monster in my magic pants? <laughs> Wait, no, Marco, Marco in my pants. Marco's football in my pants. Okay, listen. For those of you that heard last week's episode, we had a debate, a spirited... What, what counts as a, a beat-em-up game? A spirited and lively debate on what constitutes a beat-em-up game. And I had to let go of a lot of tracks, and so, I think one or two of my tracks were deemed not legit. Three of them. So I didn't play a few. A couple of them. A couple of them. One got on. Yeah. But I was making the argument that Bad dudes is a beat 'em up game. Right. They followed the same. It followed the uh, same. Hey, I'm same with you. Style. I'm with you on that argument. But then so, I'm starting to think that bad dudes is not a beat 'em up. So game. then you put roller games on at the very end, and just out of curiosity, because what I like to do when we record that is beat 'em up. Though we listen to the music, and then I put on uh, the video clip, uh, so we can watch and just finally it kind of adds to the atmosphere. Okay, so I'm watching roller games. That's not a beat 'em up. There's this chick. Number one, she's flexing. Okay. And then she's roller skating around. Well, there's nothing wrong with flexing. I'm just telling you what she's doing. I'm I'm painting a picture, Brent. Yeah. She's flexing. Yeah. Roller skating around. Mm. Jumping obstacles. At one point, it looked like TNC surf designs. Okay? You tell me, you're telling me that's beat em up? Well, okay, there are parts to it where she's, she punches people and they die quickly, you know, immediately. Right. But then you go, you move into sections, and then it's just like a beat 'em up game. You have to fight people beat 'em up style, and you can't move on until you beat them. Hey, okay, I will argue that. So what I'm saying is, is that game is, I mean, it has other elements, but it does have, it has beat 'em up also in it, though, for well, sure. Hey, every game, no, you have no, to but beat 'em up. You have to beat up the boss to get past. Yeah, it. but these aren't even bosses, though. These are sections of the level where you have to do beat 'em up style gameplay to move on. My point is, my point is that was not a legit beat 'em up game. It was according to your definition. Well, it, I think it was because there was enough beat 'em up gameplay in it to make it a beat 'em up game. Whereas the other games that you had picked out did not have those kind of sections in them. Okay, there, there was no beat 'em up element. Is there. Cool Spot a good game? That's question number one that right. we posed. Number two is Cool Spot a beat 'em up game? <laughs> and question number three is Roller Games a beat 'em up game? 
Um, and let me just answer it. Yes. And, but we'll have you know other other people can chime in too. Okay. My answer is that it is it's a beat 'em up game as well as a you know other kind of game, as well as a sort of whatever side scroller or whatever. Uh, a non beat 'em up game. Yeah. It's both. I mean, there's beat 'em ups. There's beat 'em up parts to it for sure. Okay. I'm saying it's. I'm saying there was enough beat 'em up in it that to count it as a beat 'em up game. I could have seen a little more beat 'em up, to be honest with you. Well, you. I even showed it. To, I mean, I, I know when we first the level started, there it was. There wasn't. It wasn't beat 'em up, and then, but then it went to beat 'em up. I was like, see right there, beat 'em up, and then it moved, and then there would be some not non beat 'em up, and then go back into a beat 'em up section again. Okay. So Barbie. Back to, back to Barbie. Barbie. All right. Well, this is this track. Yeah. So it. Well, you. I think you're going to play. I think I know what you're going to play. But anyway, yeah. I don't have a name for the track. I couldn't find a name for it. Well, I just to make. Sh- why don't you play it first, and okay. then I'll tell you the okay. track name the because maybe there's maybe I was wrong in looking at your thing that you didn't pick the same track as me. But we'll see. From composer Mark Van. What the heck? <laughs> Here's a track from Barbie. This is not the track I picked. I, for some reason, thought you picked the same track I picked on okay. this. Okay. So I'm going to get to play mine still. Isn't it a great thing how our tastes differ so much? Because then we always... Well, on the rare... There's, there, there are the rare cases where we do agree. Yeah. But for the most part, we're always going to choose something different. Yeah, sort of, I think. I mean, Monster in My Pocket. Okay. Right, right. We both shared the same Monster in My Pocket. We do. Yeah. This is a lot. This has got lovely. Uh, this is lovely. Three, four, right? Three, four, something. <laughs> I mean, it's not. It's not three, four. Just so you know. Oh. It's seven, seven. <laughs> is it really? There's no seven, seven. This is just a. Uh, Sets up the the Barbie story very nicely. <laughs> you know the the whole dramatic arc of the Barbie story. You know, mm-hmm. it's like is she gonna go to the mall or is she gonna go to the beach? You know, who is she? Who is Barbie? Is am I Malibu Barbie? 
Am I construction worker Barbie? Am I Shanti? Shanti, right, Shanti. Who Who is Barbie? If anyone knows the answer to that, please. And is Barbie uh, a beat him up too? Well, I'm going to obviously stay with Barbie. I'm going to stay with my girl Barbie and play a track <laughs> from. I'm going to play a, a track called Stage Theme One. And. This is, again, Mark Van Heck, composer of Boy and His Blob. And, this, again, this is music from Barbie for the Nintendo Entertainment System. for the Nintendo Entertainment System, music by Mark Van Heck. This is stage one, uh, stage theme one. And uh, it's kind of got a cowboy feel to it, kind of a you know Western sound to it. I mean, not Western as far as Western composing style, but I mean, you know, Western cowboy, the Old West. It has an Old West sound to it. Is Barbie cowboy Barbie? Right. Is Barbie a cowboy? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I like this track a lot. It's got a good, nice... Um, I don't know. It's got a nice, a comforting feel to it, you know? Very welcoming. It's Much got, like I would imagine Barbie would be when you visit her house. Yeah. Uh, this, for some reason, reminds me of... I don't know why, but it reminds me of Disneyland in, in the 80s. I don't know why. It reminds me of my grandma's house for some reason. Oh. It was my grandma Barbie. Grandma Barbie. There was never Grandma Barbie. Wow, what a great one. <laughs> you know, it must be really hard being Barbie sometimes. Just working all the time. Yeah. Putting up with Ken. Oh, putting up with that guy's antics. And, you know, you got car payments to pay for that Corvette. Sometimes you just need a break. Get away from it all. Mm-hmm. And that's just what she did. <laughs> on the SNES and Barbie Vacation Adventure. Uh-huh. Do you have any uh, tracks picked out from this one? No, no. I, th- this is, I know this is Super I listened to it. This is a Super Nintendo. Uh, this is a Super Nintendo game. 
There's a different Barbie Super Nintendo game though that I did pick from. Oh, it's just not. a Barbie fest. Right. <laughs> this is gonna be our whole episode. This is our Barbie episode. It should have been a Barbie focus. Yeah. Uh, Barbie Vacation Adventure is another high tech game. Right. I think as a, I, I I think high tech is the publisher. I think. Oh, Software uh, Creations is the. Well, see, software. I think I guess maybe Software Creations is the developer for this game, but for the last game we heard, it was Imagineering. I think I want to say, mm-hmm. and Imagineering also developed Boy and His Blob, but Boy and His Blob was published by Absolute. I think is. I, I mean, <laughs> I will be playing a track from this game, and that comes from composer Paul Tong. Right, Tonj. Tonj? Tonj or Tonj? What other games has he, has he composed for? That's a tough one. I know we've heard from him before. Um, I want to say he's done... Hold on, let me get... The, I know if I just think into my brain here. Let me go into my the recesses of my brain here. Yes. It's something like... Gosh, Paul Tong. What was that from? Did he do something with that was related to... A comic game, a superhero game. Ooh, you are smoking hot right now. Right, it's something like that. I, I'm not going to get this though. It's something like he. I know that, huh? So I know it's something in the Punisher or something like that. Or no, it's not Punisher. That was a that was a Japanese composer, maybe. But some, some kind of Spider-Man. Type oh of thing. wow, you're smoking hot. Wait, was it was it separation anxiety? Ding ding. Dun, well, dun, see, dun, the thing dun, is, dun, though, dun, yeah, okay, I knew that. I knew that, but it actually turns out. But the track we played from Separation Anxiety was actually from um, Sudi Raval, right? Who who heard who, who heard it, you know, who mm-hmm. contacted us about it. So, um, but the other composer, and he actually Sudi Raval did most of the music for that game. That's why I didn't pick that at first. I actually thought that at first, but right, yeah. Also composed music f- uh, for the game The Tick and Cutthroat Island. Uh huh. So, I will be playing Scuba Diving. Yeah, I know this track. It's very new agey. On the Legacy Music Hour.
You're listening to the smooth sounds of Barbie Vacation Adventure. Very new agey. Yeah, new agey. And you know, it's this track, it really, um, I mean, I, I, Paul Tonge, I guess, is the composer, right? But to me, this sounds very much like a Tim Fallon track, you know? And Tim Fallon, you know, he did a lot of music for software creation. So I just, you know, wonder how accurate that is that it's Paul Tonge. But it seems to be that it is Paul Tonge. But, um, but the, the guitars that come in here, you know, the electric guitar, yeah. that to me just sounds so Tim Fallon to me, you know? This part right here. Alright Yeah, I can see that too Hear it See, to me that This is just very Tim Fallon right here Yeah Yeah take a break from the Barbie. I'm going to take a, vac- a vacation adventure away from away from Barbie. Yes. And move on to a toy that uh, I would say would be is the um, kind of almost the opposite of oh, Barbie. Oh, I know what you're going to go. What? Just go ahead and say it. Well, you know, Barbie's been around for a long time, you yes. know, since the f- late 50s, right. right? This toy has been around since the sort of early mid 60s. So it was around the same time. And, you know, Barbie was designed for girls, pretty much, you know. But, you know, nothing wrong with boys playing with Barbies, too. Nothing wrong with that. And, um, but this this toy is probably designed more for boys. You think I know what I'm going to say? Yeah. What am I going to say? On three, we're going to say the same thing at the same time, right? Okay, wait, okay. Are you ready? All right. One, One, two, two, three. three. My pet monster. Oh. You're gonna say Transformers? No, no, no. I was kidding. I'm, no, I wasn't gonna say Transformers. Uh-huh. I was, I was joking by saying my pet monster. But do you remember my pet monster? The, uh, the monster that had the handcuffs, and and it could break out of the handcuffs. No, no, not at all. You remember that? No. no. Um, I should have said Rubik's cube. Actually, <laughs> uh, you. So you think Transformers? Yes. I don't think I don't know when Transformers came out. I don't think they came out in the '60s though. '70s, late uh, '70s maybe. N- maybe '80s. Maybe '80s. Probably '80s. Sure. But. Um, I'm talking about G.I. Joe. And G.I. Joe action figures have been around since the 60s or so. Yeah. Uh, early 60s. I, th- I think 64, actually, maybe. Um, so, yeah, anyway, like I said, it's kind of kind of the opposite of Barbie. Um, so this is G.I. Joe, a real American hero. And uh, the music, this is a Nintendo game. The music is by Yusuke Takahama. Which uh, who had the 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 name Takaha in the game, and by the way, I just found that out. By the way, the the name of Takaha that it was Yusuke Takahama. Um, I'll, I'll talk about that more with my next selection, actually. But um, and also Nubuyuki Shioda, uh, who is credited as Shiochan. The track we're going to hear is Mission Two, Antarctica, from GI Joe, a real American hero. 
G.I. Joe, a real American hero. Mission 2, Antarctica, from composers Yusuke Takahama and Nobuyuki Shioda. You know, there's a lot. There, there is definitely a lot to this episode. It being toys, mm-hmm. but I think if you really get down to it, there is a little more than meets the eye here. Uh huh. Transformers, Brent. Ah, uh, okay. Yes. <laughs> you didn't get that, did you? No, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. You know the theme song to that <laughs> is more than meets. No, the I get it. I get it now. I oh. totally get it. I mean, okay. yes, sure. Mm-hmm. This was a game um, for the Famicom. Yes. Transformers. This is an early game, yeah. Transformer early Convoy early. No Nazo. Right. And and uh, you had this track picked out as well, right? I did. I did have this track picked out as a, as a backup track, yeah. Right. Actually, you know what I was going to do is I was going to give you, say to you, well, what should we, I was going to, it was going to be a possible closer. It was going to be an option for the closer, an option out of four. Well, we're bringing, bringing the track in now when we need it. Sure. When I need it. <laughs> yeah. Did you get a composer for this? I couldn't find one. Uh, no, but it's... I don't have a composer, but it was developed by a company called ISCO. And um, I think this is from 1986 or something like that. So the, the music is pretty simplistic. It's, um, it's pretty minimal. Um, but th- this track that I think that you picked, that's the same track I picked, it's very... It's very simple, but there actually, it does seem to convey something. Uh, there is something, there is a, an arc to it, though, and it is compelling, even though it's pretty simple. Here you go. Transformer Convoy No Nazo. And like I said, it's a pretty s- simple track. You know, there's two voices. Um, there's not a lot going on, but it, it does actually, that one part right there, sort of near the end, it does, there's something there that's kind of emotional and, and cool. And the, and the whole overall feel of it is kind of emotional too. Yeah. Well, it's, it's ominous. Transformers themselves. They're 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 up against a, such an evil force. It's of of epic proportions. It it's captured beautifully in the music. 
Yeah. Brings a tear to my eye. Even. You know, actually, I actually think that you're joking before. I think there is more than meets the ear to this piece. Oh, okay. You know? More than meets the ear. Yeah. Listen, listen to it again. I love that part right there. I mean, even though it's, it's pretty simple, you know? Do it one more time. Yeah. Just bring us home, bro. Sort of, you know, it's this sort of, there's a, there's a brooding quality to this. And then right here, that's the, that's the heart. Wow. That's the heart of it right there. Take me home, Brent. Take you home. <laughs> Take you home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm glad you. I'm glad you picked that. Actually. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, I, I had to pick two. Yeah. So I'm going to go back to GI Joe. Okay. This time, the Atlantis Factor for the Nintendo Entertainment System. Um. And, okay, so the composer on this, this I, for a while I thought it was Nobuyuki Shioda. Even though I didn't have exact confirmation on it, I thought it might have been him. I recently just discovered, and it's confirmed, that the composer on this is Yusuke Takahama, and he was the sole composer on this. And I want to thank uh, the listener Nick for, um, uh, for, for kind of helping me figure that out, basically. Um, it's probably too boring of a story of how he figured it out, but basically uh, he ended up contacting Nubuyuki Shioda and through some things that he, Nubuyuki Shioda said and Yusuke Takahama's website, it um, was became clear that Yusuke Takahama is the sole composer of this game, Chiyojo The Atlantis Factor, which is a soundtrack I really like, and I've been playing it, you know, a lo- you know I've been playing it a decent amount, relatively decent amount over this last season this last season being not not the last 10 episodes but i mean this last year season you know uh, the centennial or right, whatever right and um over this last centennial and um so uh, anyway yes uh this is good music from gi joe the the atlantis factor this is level eight shuttle launch um slash level 13 ancient armory one The Atlantis Factor, music composed by Yusuke Takahama. This is level 8, shuttle launch slash level 13, Ancient Armory 1.
Super Troll Islands. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised, actually, you didn't pick something from the Stone Protectors instead of this. Did you listen to Stone Protectors? No. It's a different troll game, but I think that had more your kind of stuff in it. I think... Um I think I, I I remember you mentioning that to me. Yeah. But I just uh, didn't look at it. Yeah. I didn't look at it. So instead I got Super Troll Island. Do you ever have a troll doll? Sure. Nah, not really me. My sister did, yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I remember one time my friend was over at my house and he got some lotion, you know? Yes. And he kind of was messing around with some lotion, and then he put the lotion in the troll doll's hair. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Is there anything to it? Well, just I felt sorry for the, for the troll doll. Because of the lotion in the hair? Well, yeah, he's messing up the troll, troll doll's hair. You know, I felt well, sorry for the I, troll doll. It takes a long time to get that look, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's not um, something to be uh, trifled with. Mm-hmm. Richard Joseph is a composer for this soundtrack Richard Joseph composed what else I've no, I've never heard of I never heard of him Three Ninjas Kickback mm. famed composer from Three Ninjas from the game Three Ninjas Kickback mm-hmm. and a bunch of other things but Three Ninjas Three Ninjas Kickback I think right. is where he hit his stride right, right. I, I'm just joking I've never I've never listened to um, Three Ninjas Kickback I don't think I have you sure you didn't play something? I, I, I yeah. don't remember. I don't remember, to be honest I think you me. did, actually. <laughs> you know? Oh, boy. I think you did play something for Three Ninjas Kickback. In fact, you did. Wow. There it is. Yes, you did. Okay. Is, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I recognized you Richard did. Joseph's work before. Yes. That was the uh, s- second track you played on the Ninja episode. Ninja episode. Mm-hmm. Okay. Super Troll Island for the SNES. I will be playing even level. Troll Islands, even level. As opposed to odd level. Right. I'm surprised you picked this. It just doesn't seem like you at all, you know? It's just a very funny track to me. I like the drums because it sounds like the synthesized drums on a keyboard from um, a lot of positive rappers of the 80s. Uh huh. You know? Mm hmm. All right, well, you know the the rappers that started thing their songs out with uh, "My name is something and I'm here to say." Right, right, right. right it's that that type of mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
rap. It's very funny. Man. I mean, you you can't imagine a bunch of little troll dolls rapping rapping do, to this. Do do you? Do, oh, I can imagine maybe you rapping to it. Why don't you do a little rap for us here? Right? Okay, here we go. Starting. Oh, you gotta start it over. Yeah. Yeah. Positivity. That's what I'm all about. Oh, I messed. I messed up. <laughs> <laughs> I was just doing a talk up. All right, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Ready? My name is Treasure Troll. Here to say, I've got crazy hair. It goes every way. <laughs> <laughs> Were you saying it was the keyboard or the the drums that you th- thought sounded like this? The synthesized, the synthesized drums, but they, even that part right now it sounds so. Uh, let's just positive check, rap. Let's check this out. Let's check this out. There it is. Oh, hold on. Oh. But you want you want the keyboard too? This? Mm, that that no. doesn't really sound like this. It. Yeah. Maybe that bass? Alright. I think you're gonna go with the drums here. Ready? Yeah. One, two, three, hit it. Everybody wants to touch my hair, but when I wanna touch them, that ain't fair. (laughs) 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 So stupid. You see what I mean? Positive rap. There's no gangster or anything there. <laughs> I mean, if you want to really make it positive, you should make it about, you know, staying in school or doing uh, something nice, you know? Uh, all right. Okay. All the treasure trolls, we love math. About to eat my veggies and go take a bath. Good. A little positivity for the legacy. <laughs> that was good, Rob. That was really good. I think I think I would have been a great rapper for five year olds in nineteen eighty four. I think you would have been a great rapper for troll dolls. Troll dolls. For for trolls. A great troll rapper. <laughs> I could have been your rapper name, Troll Doll. Troll um, Hey. It's not ridiculous by any stretch of the imagination. I mean, it's not, you know, yeah, it's not ridiculous, but it's not any more ridiculous than going to Chippendales for a good laugh. You know? <laughs> That's funny, man. That was funny. <laughs> That's funny. I was trying to mix in the bass while sure, you were sure. doing that last rap, you know, to sort of, I was kind of trying to be a, a good DJ, a positive DJ. I you know? got it. I got it. Um, well, hey, look, uh, check out Stone Protectors, though. It's an it's another troll doll game, and um, you might like some of those tracks. But I'm glad you picked that in the end here because yeah, uh, it's fun. That was uh, that was that was positive. It was very positive. <laughs> this is the theme of the show. Um, I'm gonna play a track from Marble Madness. Mm-hmm. Those marbles are toys. Totally. And um, I'm gonna play the arcade version. And uh, the composers on this are Brad Fuller and Hal Cannon. And uh, I don't know exactly. I actually was able to contact Brad Fuller on this. Yes. And um, he, he, I, he, I wasn't able to. He didn't remember who did this track. 
Um, he remembered some of the tracks uh, of who did what on some of the tracks, but um, the track we're going to hear is Silly Race. And so it's either Brad Fuller or Hal Cannon, or maybe they both did it at the same time, I mean, together. Um, but from the arcade version of Marble Madness, which, you know, I don't know if you've listened to the music to Marble Madness for Nintendo or Genesis or whatever, but it's um, this really is the best version, is the arcade version. Oh, yeah. um, I think it's from uh, 1984, which this might be one of the earliest tracks we've played on the show. 1984. And for 1984, it sounds pretty sophisticated. You know, that there's, a, I think, an FM, FM synth at work. Mm-hmm. And um, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it sounds pretty good. So music from Marble Madness for the arcade. faster and faster um this is music from marble madness for the arcade music by brad fuller and hal cannon and this is silly race and um yeah this is a fun little track like i said it just keeps getting faster and faster i've never played this game what is the point you just have to move this marble through kind of an obstacle course basically Hmm. and uh you know, listening to this music, it inspired me to start to pick up... Uh, I mean, I, I had this game already for Nintendo, mm-hmm. and it inspired me to start playing it again. And I was playing it last night, actually. And, um, yeah, I just I got up to the ultimate race, which is the last level. There's only six levels. And it just... I, I don't... It's too hard. I don't know how to do it, you know? Did it just... Does it just end at... Uh, it, yeah, I mean, it just keeps getting faster and faster, you know? But... Um, uh, but- Number one, I thought you were going to say, it in, uh, I listened to the soundtrack, it just inspired me to get get back into Marvels. <laughs> I was just, <laughs> just realized how, how good I used to be. Yeah. I could have pro. It just, you know, it made me for, realize, like, how much I've been neglecting my Marvels, you know? <laughs> there is a certain insaneness. And madness to this track. Well, it's... Oh, right. Well, it is the, called the Silly Race, and this it's, is the race where um, everything you know is wrong. It That's is, what it says in the game. It takes you on this frantic pace and then into an absurdness. <laughs> and guess what? You're right back to the same, and it goes even faster. And you always end up right... There it is, right back there. And it's futile to even just... Even continue breaking this down. Uh-huh. Madness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, another track that sounds really good on the arcade version is uh, Practice Race. Uh, mm. But um, anyway, there's one thing I want to point out in this track that I think is just really funny. Don't. 
that one right there. You hear that little <laughs> the little uh, you know, part of the melody? It's just a funny little part of it. You turn know? it up. Here, I'm going to start it from the beginning again, actually, because uh, that, that part's really funny to me. Let, just listen to that part. It's just funny to me. That's a little dollop. It's like a little... It, it almost sounds human to, to me. You know, just... Yeah, here it comes again. Let's check it out. I just like I like how the melody comes in for just a little just there's a little just boom. Nice. Yeah, that's beautiful. Boom. It's just it's just sort of a funny little um, almost like an afterthought or something, you know? It's like he's saying something. Boom. And then also says and also this, you know, just there's a little afterthought right yeah, there, you know? Yeah. It's funny. Huh? It's, like, it's cute, actually. It's, it's quite cute. Cute. Very yeah. good. When's the last time you played with marbles? I've never played with marbles. Really? I never you, had marbles. You never had marbles? No. And so I can never even lose my marbles. Hmm, that's interesting. You should, you should get into marbles sometime. No. You don't, you don't know what you're missing. <laughs> you should get me back. You should get me into it. Yeah. <laughs> Barbie Supermodel. Oh, you okay? Barbie I'm, Supermodel. Cool. I got a, I got a track from Barbie Supermodel as well. Yeah, I'm gonna go Barbie uh, Supermodel because after she came back from her vacation adventure, she realized she had bills to pay. Mm -hmm. She had to get right back on the, the, uh, the uh, runway. Back on the runway. So she's now Barbie Supermodel. And there's a couple of tracks here. Let me let me read and see if. Okay. Of all the tracks I'm about to read, you could just tell me if, after I read them all, you tell me if there were any on your list. Okay. okay. I like roller skating at the beach. Yes. A cold, snowy day. Okay. You are a supermodel. Mm hmm Sorry, Barbie. Mm hmm Were any of those on your list? Funny. I had two tracks picked from this game, and they were not any of those tracks. Wow. Now, that's different tastes. <laughs> I'm torn between you are a supermodel and sorry, Barbie. I'm pronouncing them that way because there's exclamation marks at the end of the uh -huh. track names. Mm -hmm. Hmm. What do you do? You want to see Barbie succeed or do you want to see Barbie fail? That's what I guess what I'm asking. Well, let's do. Uh, you know, this is a positive show, so I think we should do. Bar you know, sorry, Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Barbie. It is. Barbie supermodel for this mess. Sorry, Barbie. That was loud. Oh. I, was trying, I, I tried to get away from the mic. 
Well, there, no, but I guess because there's an exclamation point. Yeah. Right. Right. Even though it's, hey, sorry, Barbie. Still pretty, pretty upbeat, you know? Well, maybe it, this is what it means. Is, sorry, Barbie. You're just too beautiful. Right. <laughs> <laughs> You're too beautiful. You don't even need to be a part of this game anymore. Let's go back to your Barbie magic uh, existence. Let's go back to scuba diving. Sorry, Barbie. It looks like you're going to have to go scuba diving. Go back on vacation. I kind of think that the... Well, no, never mind. Um, I, by the way, since the, that Barbie track that I thought you were going to play and you didn't play from the Nintendo one, so I was talking about Marco's Magic Football. Yes. Um, should we talk about that now or later? They hit me with it now. Well, I'm not going to play it. I'm not going to play it. No, hit me with the discussion. Discussion. Okay. Well, okay. Maybe I'll. All right. Let's put this. All right. Never mind. I'll talk about it after the next. Okay. Track, I okay. Guess. All right. I'm going to move on to Dynamite Hetty. Okay. Yes. Dynamite Hetty is a puppet and toy game. The game is full of puppets and toys. That's what the the world is in that game. It's all puppets and toys. Um, this is probably the least appropriate game for what I've picked out because it's, well, I mean, one, it's not based on an actual toy, but, um, but yeah, I mean, it, it, the, the levels are very toy and, and puppet themed, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and this is, uh, got a bunch of composers on it. Um, well, actually, you know, the one that we're going to hear is, uh, I think we're going to go with Hetty the Hero. We'll go with that track. Hetty okay. the Hero. And the composer for this is Katsuhiko Suzuki. Um, and from what I've been able to tell, this is the... Yeah, he composed this by himself, even though uh, a bunch of other people... Well, not a bunch of other people. There, there was other other composers who worked on this game. Akihata, Kazuo Hanzawa, uh, Yusuko, and Koji. Um, but I think this track, Hedy the Hero, was only by Katsuhiko Suzuki, otherwise known as... Not so squared Suzuki. So this is music from Dynamite Hetty for the Sega Genesis.
music from Dynamite Hetty for the Sega Genesis. Yeah. Hetty the Hero. And, um, you know, uh, and uh, like I said, this is, uh, from my understanding, it's Katsuhiko Suzuki up by himself. But there's parts of this that to me just sound just very Kazuo Hanzawa to me, you know? There's a part coming up that just sounds this right here. You know, having those, that kind of computery sound effect situation, yeah. that to me is totally Kazuo Hanzawa's style, you know? Okay. But, you know, supposedly it's Kazuhiko Suzuki just acting alone on this, I, I guess. But that was such a Kazuo Hanzawa part. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, cool track, you know? Treasure is obviously going to have good music. Um, what I was going to say about... Oh, here's the part where there's kind of like little solos, you know? If this were a band, it would be each member of the band playing a right. different thing. I, I really... This is my favorite part right here, actually. And there's a part coming up at the end of this that is totally good. It, it reminds me of some sort of... Like, Rocky Horror Picture Show sort of Phantom of the Paradise kind of thing here. Right here. Uh, I, I really like that, that part at the end. Da, 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 da. So anyway, um, what I was going to say about Marco's Magic Football yeah, was that uh, there's actually a track I quite liked from Magic, Marco's Magic Football, which the story has to do with an evil toy factory and there this, t- this evil toy maker and, and, and the last levels is called Toy Factory, actually. The track is called Toy Factory. The last level takes place in this evil toy factory, but looking at the game, there was barely, there weren't really any toys in it. It wasn't really like a toy, a toy, there weren't any any toy-themed levels, really. Mm -hmm. And the last level, it's got pretty much no toys in it at all, actually. It just was this kind of dungeon-y looking level, you know? I mean, I did see a toy tank at one point and a toy plane, but it was just barely a toy level, so I didn't end up picking it. But I was saying that maybe I could have... But there is a couple toys in it, and it is called Toy Factory, so I was thinking maybe we could just let it slide and let it just mm. be on the episode. Yeah. Uh, I, I would have I would I made a case for that argument more if I was short of track. Right, right. really good micro machines mm-hmm. was a was a nintendo game yeah there's there's a couple few genesis games and a couple super nintendo games as well based on the popular toy i had some did you really yeah i had some that changed color in the water i think that was the, uh, well, that's top shelf micro machine. Yeah. Only the best for Brent. Brent. Only top of the line yeah. micro, micro cars for Brent. Hey, Brent. Yes. There's a micro machine in my pocket. <laughs> uh-huh. Actually, that was the, um, 
That was that was just a long. That was a that's an old joke, kind of. Oh, is it? Sort of. No, and it kind of. Um, it was kind of an old joke that I, I guess in. I don't know if it was elementary school or junior high that kids used to say, uh, "Does your does your penis say micro machines on it? Does your does your penis say micro machines on it?" No. Then it's not the real thing. <laughs> oh. That was oh. the joke. Oh, well, it was a you know, a way to burn you. <laughs> Like a you could just got moted type of thing. Totally, totally got moted. Right here, answer it the other way. Does your micro, does your penis say micro machines on it? Yeah. Oh, your penis is small, okay. or whatever, or something right. like that. Yeah. Right. Here's a track from Micro Machines. like a solo you know it was almost 90s like 90s uh, alternative rock style right there huh early alt rock really you think alt rock huh yeah I'm thinking more sort of like CNC music factory right now oh, you know okay. what I mean okay you know you know what I mean that well that part right there the part with the the arpeggios you know no, this right here. No, no, not this. The other part. Oh, okay. The, just now, the dun 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 sure, dun sure. dun dun. Yeah, yeah. It kind of sounds like some sort of, you know. This is alt rock. Shake that body kind of music, you know. This part right. Shake that body. Shake that body. Shake you know that I mean? micro machine. This part's good right here. Guess who's back? Barbie. Barbie's back. Yeah. 
Revenge of Barbie. Columns three, Revenge of Barbie. <laughs> so here's a track from Barbie Supermodel. And um, this is music composed by Danny Toft. This is... Uh, did I say Super, uh, Super Nintendo? This is a Super Nintendo game. And the tracks I picked, which were different from the four tracks you mentioned, I picked Changing Clothes and Stage Cleared. And there's only ten tracks. So between the two of us, that's six out of ten right there. Wow. And we didn't... I mean, out of ten tracks, we picked different tracks. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So Stage Cleared and Changing Clothes. We're going to hear changed, Changing Clothes. And this track... It's kind of a funny track, I guess. But I guess I like it. It's, I don't know, there's something up with this track. But, and it also kind of reminds me of Leisure Suit Larry, sort of, for some reason. Okay. And so, I don't know. Let's see what you think of this track. It's kind of, it's definitely got an elevator sound to it. It's got, it's got kind of a, yeah, you'll see. It's, it's got an elevator sound to it. And that's not a bad thing. All right. Music from Barbie Supermodel from composer Danny Toft. that's really elevatory to me is this part coming up right here. something that's funny to me about it kind of got a uh, you know Leisure Suit Larry vibe to it too Danny Toff composed what other soundtrack I I wouldn't know this was it (laughs) one hit wonder as far as I know you could have had a couple others alright so Barbie has really become sort of the uh, duck of this episode right you know Okay, I, w- I should have played Marco's Magic Football. Well, for another time. Yes, I've got Home Alone. Uh huh. 
for SNES. And this is a game called Home Alone. This is a track called The Toy Wing. The Toy Wing. Mark Van Heck And Oh there's another one John Williams Oh not on this track though. Not on this track <laughs> I know I know So Mark Van Heck uh, Makes another appearance so I think this game might have been Developed by Imagineering as well mm-hmm. Yeah just about brings us to the end of this episode it has been toys it has been barbarific for full track listing check out legacymusichour.com you can contact us at legacymusichour.com or you can comment there and if you would like more direct access our phone number 281-SONIC-91 text or call operators are standing by and this coincidentally will be the same number we do during our um, annual uh, fundraising uh, telephone right um, also well I'll mention this in the next episodes but for our hundredth episode we are going to do some sort of live it's going to be a live recording it's not going to be a show but it'll be during the daytime and if you We'll talk about it later, but if you live in the area and it's easy for you to come by, you know, we'll have a couple of microphones where people can kind of comment with us on the tracks that we pick or whatever. Sure. And, you know, well, we'll talk about that in future episodes. Okay. Okay. All right. So, uh, next week's episode is Pirates. R. Yeah. So, uh, either pirate themed or pirate ship levels or, uh, you know, games that are game pirate thing games, you know. Um, and so, yeah, check that out. And answer our questions on our website, LegacyMusicHour.com. Is Cool Spot better on Genesis or SNES? Or is it good at all? Is it good at all? And is Roller Games a beat-em-up? A legit beat-em-up game? Thank you. Okay. And also is... Rob, a good rapper. Oh, I'll answer that question for you right now. And you're a supermodel. <laughs> wow! Hey, <laughs> word is bond. Word is bond. So, I'm going to leave you with Little Nemo, the Dream Master, 
This is music composed by Junko Tamiya. And uh, we're going to hear House of Toys, Dream number three. This is a Nintendo Entertainment System game. And that's it. My name is Brent Weinbach. I am Rob F. Switch. And this is the Legacy Music Hour. Thank you for listening. (laughs) Thank you.